Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. There are a ton of ERP systems to choose from in the marketplace, so much so that it can be overwhelming to determine what the right software, the right category of software is for you. But what exactly are the different types of ERP systems to be aware of in your evaluation process? That's what I want to talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach their third stage of digital transformation success. And one of the things we often do in our digital strategy engagements and our software selection engagements for our clients is to help them navigate the world of ERP software. We help them define what types of software might be the best fit for their organizations. We help them select the right vendor and the best vendor or vendors. And one thing that clients often struggle with is just a general lack of understanding of all the different categories and subcategories of ERP software. So what I want to do today is dive into what the major categories of ERP systems are and what some of the strengths and weaknesses of those are so that you can ultimately set the direction and focus your attention on the category or categories that make the most sense for you. Now in this video, I'm not going to go into every single vendor that's available in the marketplace. That would take hours, if not longer. But to learn more about specific vendors and the strengths and weaknesses and how they compare to one another, I encourage you to read our digital transformation report, which highlights independent software reviews and rankings for ERP systems and other categories of enterprise technology. It also includes a number of implementation best practices, benchmarks, and lessons learned. So I encourage you to read that by scanning the QR code in front of you, or you can click on the links below. Now, the first category of ERP software is something called Tier 1 ERP systems. And this category is probably the best known category of ERP software. And Tier 1 essentially means that these are ERP systems that are large, big systems that can do a lot of different things for larger organizations. So this would include systems such as SAP S4 HANA. That's a technology that's used by a lot of Fortune 500 and Fortune 1000 multinational organizations. There's another product called Oracle Fusion, or it's also commonly referred to as Oracle ERP Cloud. It's from the software vendor Oracle, and that's their flagship product for larger organizations. And finally, many organizations would consider Microsoft Dynamics 365 Finance and Operations a tier one ERP system because it's built to handle some of the more complex and diverse needs of larger organizations. So these are just a few examples of the tier one systems. There's not many of them, but if you're a larger organization or a more complex organization, chances are fairly high that you might focus your efforts on evaluating some of the tier one ERP systems in the marketplace. Now, another category of ERP systems is going to be tier two ERP systems. And I'm just, for simplicity's sake, going to summarize all non-Tier 1 ERP systems into one bucket of Tier 2 systems. Technically, there's a Tier 2 and a Tier 3, but honestly, that's like slicing hairs. Instead, I'll just focus on one category of Tier 2, which is essentially ERP software that's not as big and complex and costly as a Tier 1 system, but it's more built for small and mid-sized organizations. So this is where you run into systems like Workday, which is an HCM and financial ERP system. You also have examples like Epicor, Decom, and Acumatica, which focus on the manufacturing and distribution space. 
There's also lesser known software vendors like Priority Software, which focuses on retail and distribution among other industries. So these are just a few examples of systems that are not the household names of tier one systems, but they're also not extremely small systems. They're big enough to handle the needs of small and mid-market businesses and organizations throughout the world. Just a few other examples to round out the list would be organizations and vendors such as Infor. Infor has a number of different products that fall into the tier two space, like Infor Cloud Suite, Infor M3, Infor Sideline, et cetera. You also have Oracle NetSuite, which is used by a lot of smaller organizations. And then you also have IFS, which is a vendor that's commonly used by field service and other types of organizations in the manufacturing industry as well. So this is not by any means a complete list, but hopefully this gives you a flavor of some of the different tier two technologies that may not have the same name recognition as a tier one system, but they can be very viable for specific industries and specific situations for different types of organizations, especially the small and mid-market. If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com. Now, another category of ERP systems is going to be the best of breed systems. So far, I've talked about tier one and tier two ERP systems, which are primarily softwares that tie together in one system in an integrated set of business processes. Best of breed, however, is more focused on one specific function within an overarching organization. So in other words, instead of deploying one single ERP system, you might go deploy a CRM system, a customer relationship management or Salesforce automation software. It could be that you deploy a separate HR technology like a, a Workday or success factors. Could be that you're looking for a supply chain focused solution like a Manhattan Associates or Blue Yonder or JDA, et cetera. So those are just a few examples of subcategories within ERP, but these subcategories have specific systems that focus on those areas. Now it's worth noting that in addition to best of breed that focuses on individual functions within an organization, tier one and tier two ERP systems also provide modules in many cases that can address those specific needs. So oftentimes organizations though will go to a best of breed model because the best of breed solutions oftentimes can provide deeper and more robust capability in that one area because they're not trying to be everything to everyone, they're more specialized. So best of breed ERP software is another important category within the tech space. Another category of ERP software which may not be mutually exclusive and oftentimes it overlaps with some of the other categories I talked about, the tier one and the tier two ERP systems in particular, is going to be the software platforms. So software platforms are a technology that not only provides operational capabilities and business processes and workflows, 
but it provides a platform for either you, your organization, and or third-party developers to add on or extend or change the functionality of that core software. So one common example of a software platform would be Salesforce. A lot of people know the vendor and the product Salesforce as a CRM or a customer relationship management software. However, what a lot of people don't know is that Salesforce also provides a platform that third-party developers and individual organizations can go build tools on that Salesforce platform to extend the capabilities or to change the capabilities to fit certain industries or certain functions to provide a true integrated and complete ERP solution. So a lot of organizations today are focused less on evaluating and deploying software applications, and they're focusing more on deploying platforms that can evolve and change over time. Another category of ERP software that is relatively new in the market is this concept of integration and interoperability. In other words, there's ERP type or ERP-like systems out there that don't necessarily provide all the workflows to do all the capabilities within the one software, but instead what it does is it ties together workflows and data flows from multiple systems. A lot like middleware back in the early 2000s or even going back to the 90s, but different. So for example, products such as Palantir or Snowflake are two common interoperability types of solutions that help integrate solutions and it also provides visibility at the business intelligence level to ensure that organizations have that ERP-esque sort of experience without necessarily having to deploy one single ERP software. So look for the interoperability and the integration tools in the industry to really become an emerging and increasingly important category within the world of ERP software. So this is a quick overview of the different types of ERP systems that are out there and the different categories to be aware of so that ultimately you can hone in and focus on the category or the categories that make the most sense for your organization. If you were to focus on all of these categories, you're gonna get overwhelmed with analysis paralysis most likely, but instead we want you to focus on the categories that seem to make the most sense for your organization. Now for a deeper understanding of specific vendors and specific solutions and the pros and cons of those different solutions, I encourage you to read our digital transformation report. It's an annual report we publish each year that includes a number of independent software reviews and rankings as well as an overview of some of the best practices and lessons learned from helping digital transformations throughout the world. So I hope you found this information useful and hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.